the way you logically work stuff out, it feels like a math problem every time. It, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's the correct way to live. I'm not coming at you sideways. I'm not insulting you. I'm, if anything, it's a compliment. Sure. It's just like when the problem needs to get solved, the way you put the numbers together, it's just – and the way you talk about it, it's it, – there's sentences with periods at the end. When you make statements during problem solving, yeah, it's never like the tone is always. Uh, it's your problem solving tone, which yeah. is which is it, it's it's. I've thought about it. I think this is the solution. Here it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that's the end of the story. I like a back and forth. It's yeah. Just, I've thought about it enough. You know yeah. What I mean? Like yeah. Uh, if you ask, if the same thing happened like a month ago, maybe I wouldn't have the clarity to say that. But I've thought about it, and I go. Yeah, I don't really need an excuse. I just want, you know, find the answer and fix it. Like, I don't care the process or whatever. It's just like, hey, you know, it's not like an emotional thing. Like, damn, this chair got moved. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, that's, that's that's where I have to try and start separating things. It's not a personal attack. (laughs) No, 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 I'm saying with problems in my life, when uh. I approach them with emotion. I approach them with exclamation points. And, I, and I will say you don't want to go completely the other way. I used to be someone who was like that, who was like, if you respond emotionally like you're silly. Yeah. I actually watched this, this really interesting video about why people who are super logical are actually the most emotional. And it comes, uh. it comes in the way of debate and argument. Yeah. Because... Um, People, um, generally speaking, look down on people who, logical people look down on people who react emotionally, right? Because they think it they're not smart or lesser or something. It's not what it can't, there's emotional intelligence as well. It's super important. But pretty much the idea was that if you win an argument, it doesn't actually mean you're right. It just means you're better at the skill of arguing or debating. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. So... People who do that do it to fuel their emotional, hey, look at me, I'm smarter, I'm better. Does that mm, make sense? It they makes use, total sense. They use the guise of arguing and stuff like that. Because maybe you can think of, I can think of at least like three people off the top of my head who I'm like, oh, they're just phenomenal arguers and it doesn't yeah. matter what the end point of the argument is. They're just going to go at it. How irrational it is. It's... Yeah, I can think of one right now that we both know. That you saw not too long ago. You're going to be on soon. But yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy. I'm, to relate to that, I'm that way too. I argue a lot. I debate a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't always win, but like I yeah. do. And so I don't always do it for an emotional thing. But once I heard that, it really clicked in my brain. Like, oh, that's definitely a thing. Do you like taking it to the next step every time, every argument that you find yourself in? No. Are you, are you, so when... I'm lazy, man. So you're lazy. So you <laughs> like to argue, but you have maybe a cap with I, everybody. It's literally just like if I'm in the mood. Yeah. Like I give a lot up. A lot of stuff happens and I bite my tongue and go, all right, cool. Cool. Like, it's just, this battle's not worth it right now. Yeah. We're at the club. Why am I going to do this? This is someone I'll never see again. Why am I going to do this? You know? I only do it with people I really care about, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I will have multiple interactions with. Because I want to... I, I couldn't bite my tongue multiple times. I could do it once. If there's something happening or they're doing something, I guess, wrong in my eyes or I want to just give an opinion, I can let it slide one or a couple times. But if it's like, I keep seeing this and it's bothering me and I want to help them. Let's say it's just like... Hey, man, when you do your cereal, you should pour the cereal in first. Mm-hmm. 
and then you can see how much milk you want. And they just keep doing it the other way every time. If I see it once, I'm like, man, it's their life, right? <laughs> this is a basic idea, but if I if I see you do it every morning, I'm like, hey, man, you want to try this? I'm I'm splashing milk all over the table because yeah. the milk's in there first and my fruity pebbles it's are just elevated above my head you just used half <laughs> you just used half the milk for everyone yeah. and now it's done. you know what i mean so like but i yeah it's not too much but i thought it was yeah. really interesting because i know a lot of people who get yeah emotionally about the argument and all they care about is winning the argument it doesn't but the other issue is people who are not that kind of way will feel dumber or feel like their idea is less just because mm. they quote unquote lost the argument but it doesn't actually mean that I've been trying to get good about explaining that to people. Like, if I give my point... I think point, that's a great explanation. Yeah, well, just, like, personally, when I do it, if I am debating with you about something, I'm trying now to be more clear. Like, I'm not saying my way is the only way. I'm explaining my way. Yeah. So that then you can decide, do I like that way? Do I like my way? Yeah. It's not, you're stupid, listen to me. It's, hey, there's another option. Yeah. You can think about it later, you know? So if it's the pouring the milk, the next time you go to pour, maybe you try it my way and you go... I don't know. I don't really like it. I just love the splash, man. Yeah. And so then you go, oh, I'm going to go back to it. Like, that's also totally fine. You considered it. That's what it's for. It's not, you're dumb. Believe this, you know, which I think is the more emotional reaction part. Straight up. And it's hard. It's hard to separate because I'm even sitting here thinking I want to be. I lose a lot of arguments in the sense of kind of like you where I realize my limit. I realize the cap that yeah. I have. I so, think you, yeah, you. I think we do it in two different ways. I won't even get into it if I don't think it's worth it. You'll yeah. get into it and then just like be like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That for sure. Just kind of. This is not worth know, it. Recognizing that it needs to be done. But at the same time, to your point, there are times when I walk away and I'll be like, damn, like I, I couldn't have come up with it with a more clear way to put that, that trumped everything that this yeah. person had. And then I have to sit there and wonder, did I actually have the card that would win the argument? Yeah. Or was it just their silver tongue that put them out on top at the end and made me, like, you know, not flustered enough. I don't get flustered in arguments. I think you can attest to that. But yeah, you don't care. For lack of a better word, flustered enough to be like, damn, did I win that? Or yeah. are they just really good at arguing? And that question, it, it, it it's usually they're really good at arguing. Yeah. It very rarely, even if they do have the, there's no better point to be made. It's yeah. all, especially usually we're talking about personal things here. Normally. Yeah. yeah. There's not like an objective, this is good, this is evil type thing. Yeah. So it's really just whatever you want. And so that's why I think you need to stop thinking about it like winning or losing. That's like not the point of an argument. It shouldn't be the point of it. Some you people need to learn. Some huh? people come in trying to win win. I don't want this to feel like an attack on anyone now that we've done this. But Omar, you'll be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about this you. Is not what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to also say this is me. I'm that guy as well. Yeah. Like I, I a lot of times, I'm trying not to now, which is why I'm bringing it up, is like argue to win to prove a yeah. point. I enjoy the sport of it for real. Yeah. I think it's, it's cool. Fun. It's cool. Yeah. Um I wish I did debate. I school, wish I honestly. did debate. I did it for a little bit and just like quit, but I think I would have liked it if I kept up. Yeah. But yeah, I think you don't want to think about it as long, at least with friends, like or stuff like that. It's not a win or lose. It's just like, hey, um, yeah, this is my take. Yeah, and you want to convey that in the best way possible, of course. Um, and then that person can take away and then balance it each for themselves. It's just like to give you a good idea of another option, you know. Yeah. So then you go, hmm, okay, maybe I'll try this. And then you can decide for yourself if you like it or not. 
Yeah. But yeah. So anyone out there who like feels like they get fucked on in every debate, it's not because you're stupid. Maybe, no. Maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> it could just yeah. be, yeah, that like. Because there, there like, are times not too your thing. where everybody, and everybody is capable of arguing something that they're passionate about. Yeah. And even if the other person's, even if the, the other arguer's ego is mm-hmm. so strong that they somehow make the other person feel like what they're arguing is incorrect or false, even if it's something they're super passionate and super knowledgeable knowledgeable about. Like, recognize that. Don't doubt yourself. Don't mm-hmm. doubt your own knowledge. It's more like how I was saying with you, your thoughts, they're clear and punctual. It's 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 like it's it's crazy sometimes. The ones like I've when, thought about. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're going when you're going towards it. Oh, yeah. Of course the ones that you haven't put too much thought into yeah. putting words to those kind of things well, it takes time i will say i will talk like that whether i know it's true or not <laughs> i noticed that from yeah. time to time <laughs> yeah. because yeah. that's a debate skill it is if and you if you say 10 things that you're confident about yeah. and the 11th one you're you're not but you just act yeah. like you are it'll just slide in yeah yeah, yeah. definitely and uh especially you know uh Doing podcasts and stuff like that, you kind of have to talk like that. That's like I know. the way it's, it works. It's kind of statement statement based. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. But the way um, <laughs> I <laughs> I've definitely noticed that you do that from time to time. But I'll always take your word for it. Like that's the thing because mm-hmm. there are also people that you respect. So sometimes if you find yourself in an argument where. Nine times out of ten, you'd take that other person's viewpoint yeah. almost even over your own. Then you'll start to be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. You know, it, it, then it gets also, a little watered it, down. So it gets harder to see, which is... Uh, yeah. It just means less confident in something. It's yeah. not like uh, I'm completely just like making some shit up. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I've really thought about this and I feel strongly about that. But that's also how I learn and come up with stuff. Yeah. Is through conversations like that. I'll like, let's say it's a debate like that. I'll lay out all my points, right? And then you'll say something to me and then I'll have to on the spot think of a better counter. That is when I have my best ideas. That's when I come up with what I really think is like wow. impactful. Because that puts me on the spot. I'm like, okay, now yeah. I have a challenge to overcome. Like if you came at me and were like, yeah, dude, but when the Fruity Loops hit the milk, it makes the craziest, <laughs> coolest splash. And then I'll have to be like, fuck, what do I say to that? I've never thought about that. You yeah. know? And then I go to the next level and then I go well, man, like you're wasting a paper towel to clean up the splash. So then it's not worth it. And then you go, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't think, I didn't know that ahead of time, but that's what, how I learn and come up with ideas best. Typically the build. Gotcha. I got to sit on it. It's like, uh, it's like the classic, you know, you're missing. come up with the yo mama joke 20 minutes later, you know, like uh, the, yeah, the, the yeah. perfect ending to the yo mama session. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I uh, I'm more improv-y. Yeah, I thrive on the I thrive on the foresight, Captain Foresight, like in, in Captain Hindsight. Hindsight, thank you, not foresight. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, stupid. Four before Captain Hindsight from South Park, the 2020 hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Always, that was like a hindsight meme is mad 2020, bro. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's a lot of misses when you do stuff like that. You just yeah. have to shoot. And hope you come up with a good idea or something pops in your head, but not always. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, whatever. But it is lit. It's and it's cool how on the spot. I think that's uh, my favorite part about arguing because I, I I'm someone who likes it too. I I will engage sometimes, just like argument's sake. Yeah. And uh, 
I think it should always be to learn something because that counterpoint can always it, it, it's weird how thoughts from two human beings we only have like words and, and a select few other ways to do it you know text messages emails so on and so forth but it's pretty incredible how I can send one thought to you out of the blue so, so this is some way yeah hopefully one day like that that would be then really I send cool. it back then you send it back right but our brains have never thought the thoughts before hearing those thoughts of another person. So that that was a confusing way to say this. I do this all the time. Oh, I'm going to explain no, no, myself no. right now. Okay. Well, I also want to preface. I didn't say this because we kind of just jumped into things. I'm like really hungover right now. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like 30 minutes ago. So like if I'm a little out of it, I realize my hair is pretty messy. This is I a think. beautiful cold up. <laughs> you have to admit. This is, yeah, this is I, fire that – because I was planning actually on taking this on so much less of a serious route. It just popped in my head. I was like, oh, I've been thinking about this. And then like while I was talking, I was like, oh, I'm having a hard time explaining myself right now. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. I took yeah. all of my water at the beginning of the recording. Uh, go ahead, though. Go ahead. What you're saying. I'm really sorry I took you you're off good. your track. No. Believe it or not, this is the one of the few times where I feel like the comedic element of that and the fact that it actually didn't throw me on tra off yeah. track is going to work perfectly. Yeah. So I know that was a confusing way to say this, but I'm just saying it to say it maybe finish this whole thing, honestly. Yeah. It's really incredible the way that I can have a thought, right? And Ooh. it's not a perfect thought. So I need to check that with somebody. Mm. So I come to you and in the best way that I can with my words, my fucking actions, I'm sitting there playing uh, whatever the fucking charades is. I'm playing charades yeah. with you to get you to understand this thought, right? Godzilla. Your yeah. brain then immediately has a thought that it could have never produced without oh. hearing the thought from my brain. Yeah. You Therefore, sparking a whole exponential plot of thoughts uh -huh. and you basically then can pick through those to either counter or build upon my initial thought mm -hmm. then verbalize it do whatever you have to do to send it back and so on and so forth like it's actually an pretty credible just feed i think of human nature that you described cool. there that the process of communication led to obviously societies we have it but Everything. that's really all it is the the point of argument my my whole spiel for saying that yeah. should always be to learn because whether you're counting mm -hmm. most of the time i think that too i don't think per se my best ideas come out of you know uh conversation those, yeah i'd say a yeah. lot of my best ideas that's, come when i'm actually like i think it's very fair alone and like kind of thinking about it and reflecting heavily. I would say that's the more common thing. Really? I Most of the time, people always talk about, I get my best ideas in the shower, blah, blah, blah. Ah, blah see, blah. I've never been a shower guy, though. I actually yeah. turn my brain off so heavily in the shower. It's that's not fine. even but funny. But also, like, I bet you listen to music in the shower. I do. Yeah. So we're our brain is doing other things. Yeah. The reason why people get their best ideas in the shower is because normally it's quiet. Uh, but I totally agree with that. I like to think of it as, like, we're playing, like, hot potato. Yeah. And it's like a rubber band ball. And each time you throw it, I can take off rubber bands or add more on. I could change it, you know, and then I could pass it to some random guy over there who just adds one little thing and throws it back. And then yeah. that changes our whole dynamic. And so, like, you just keep passing it. It keeps building and building or getting removed. And yeah. like, then you get this whole new creature that has, like, never been seen, which is, like, the idea yeah. of whatever you're talking about. Straight I up. really like that. That's, at least for me, the best way for me to, like, I'll just be talking and I'll just say something and go, oh, that was actually a good idea. Like, I didn't yeah. even think about it till I just said it out loud. Gotcha. Um, Do you ever quote yourself? No. 
What? Uh, sometimes I do. I want to write things down so I remember to put them in larger works. Okay. Sometimes. Explain. Explain like what do you mean quote yourself. Like I, like I'll come up with like a fire one liner, right? I, I thought you meant like <laughs> like and to quote myself. Bitches be crazy. Not in conversation. Not in conversation. I mean, I, <laughs> I was like, if I quote and, someone, that's what I'd be like, in the wise words of Thomas Jefferson. Like, that's what I'd be like, in the wise words of myself, <laughs> I have a fat cock. Like, <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Um, what I meant more is, <laughs> was, do you ever have an idea right, something of something? Yeah. Uh, for me, it actually usually comes in the form of like, sayings like i'll come up with uh, an idea of how to say something or how to word a thought that i've had in regard to sure. a subject and i'm like that's got to go down so that has to go down do you I ever do that, do that? I, I write down a lot of stuff yeah my notes is like a mess but yeah. i don't write down specific like wordings gotcha. i just write down okay. the idea and actually oh, i you're an idea guy see mine is always focusing on how is it being conveyed yeah. i think it's because i feel okay about conveying it yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel confident that, like, I can convey it. I just write a reminder for my head to remember the concept. Yeah. Right? So, if, like, right for this, right? If it's this concept of, like, debating is actually emotional sometimes. Uh -huh. I would just write, like, debate emotional, not what you think. Uh, and that will just trigger the memory. And then I'll be like, okay, this is what I mean. Gotcha. You know? See, I can get into that. The thing that I like about keeping track of those things is that while... This can be a skill in conversation sometimes, uh -huh. and I'm definitely no, I'm not a bad conversationalist, but I think that the possibility, the sheer possibility of my brain just completely diverging and fucking, I, I lost the last three minutes of the conversation. Fuck, where am I at? What is going on? <laughs> Who am I talking to? What yeah. about? Yeah. Jesus what? Christ, I'm lost. I need to quote myself. I, I have a fat cock. <laughs> <laughs> out of the blue, random quote. Yeah. yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think I think that's a better way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because then you know exactly the saying. I think yeah. often I just remember how I said it. Yeah. Like, I'll say a lot of, I guess, like bits or stuff, like tell a story the same way. Yeah. But I don't have to necessarily like write it down to remember that, but I will. Yeah, um, but that's the free there's 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 something to the free flow free flow as well. There's something yeah. to because you're absolutely right, and no matter what, uh, like you say, we we talk in statements sometimes. But no matter what I say, like I'm good at that doesn't mean there's not a balance of like mm -hmm. either things that you're bad at or also. You read good the room at. though. I think yeah. that's what you're saying. Like everyone knows. Like yeah. if, if you're a comic, if you're a stand up, right? You have the joke written. Yeah. But if you're feeling this certain vibe from the crowd, or you look at the crowd and you see this, you might say a little bit different because yeah. you know that's going to work better. Yeah. Right. Like you have to address your audience. If I have this story I want to tell about pouring my cereal again. Like, I might tell it differently to someone who hates cereal versus who loves it. Yeah. You know? But the quote might be the same, but you'll do a little bit of changes. You know? Yeah. Like, that's always, have you ever had that where you tell the same story to, like, two different people, but then, like, the person who just heard you say the story is, like, kind of in proximity? Yeah. That happened to me last night. Really? I was telling a story. Fuck. Well, while you were getting Things are a little bit hazy. I don't even remember what the story was about. <laughs> oh, I was talking, I told a story about trying to convince firefighters to become vegan um <laughs> okay it was just a joke but yeah 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 someone else i was talking to was like right there yeah um and i could tell when i told this to them they were like not like, like kind of into being vegan i'm also into being vegan i think it's cool but i thought it was just a joke yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. i thought i i caught that they weren't like 
100% on board. They thought maybe I was being mean to vegans. They didn't know me as well. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. And then Rando I, who thought you could possibly be poking the vegan stick just for fun. Yes, yes. I just was like, it's a joke. I actually really love vegans. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, it's good for the planet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I saw a friend, a good friend of mine, and I was like, oh, I can lay in here now. Like, they know I'm just fucking around. You know yeah. what I mean? And then they heard me going harder. Like, I didn't realize till the end. And they were just like... <gasps> Like shocked, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so that means they walked away. It's like he was, I was like, I just, fun the whole time. I, I embarrassed myself by telling the same story within like thirty minutes because <laughs> I was sloshed. And then they heard me be more of an asshole to the vegans, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, fuck, fuck!" I know this, this is, guy. This is, He's a vegan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all vegans. I swear. I did Soylent for like <laughs> I, weeks. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's very embarrassing. Very embarrassing. But I think that's yeah. But I I've been there, man. Yeah, I've oh, been yeah. there. Oh, it was funny. Now, yeah. if it was that embarrassing, I wouldn't say it in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, on a recorded platform. Yeah, so. no, no, no. Totally. Um, but yeah, man, it was cool. Um, but yeah, clearly a fun night as well. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. I worked. I worked. I like working the weekends, so I don't spend money on the weekends. But then I've been spending more money on the weekdays, so actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just the days just get moved over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Damn, great cold open. Um, <laughs> I think that was like one of our longest cold opens. You were ever. like, "Let me put a nail in this. We are done." Welcome back. <laughs> This is now week 28. <laughs> Holy shit. That's nuts. Um, it might be 29. Unless the way you've been living. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's very crazy. Um, unless you've been living under a barn, um, you're, barn. you're probably aware of living under a rock. Is that the better phrase? <laughs> I mean, unless that's you, the typical phrase. Maybe I thought it was. Barn li- is funny. Living in a barn? Sure. I came up with that. A unless barn. you've been living underneath a barn. You know, it's a little bit of slight to like agriculture culture and like midwestern farm people and you're saying that they're oblivious to the rest of the world but you know maybe that's accurate so but they're living next to the barn i'm saying think, if you've been living underneath a barn i think you're using stereotype here but it's fine <laughs> at least I'm you're not roll making, with it yeah. very quick side i never realized that's why patrick lives under a rock in spongebob yeah he's always behind it's hilarious. <laughs> he doesn't get anything. No. He's he actually li- been living under a rock. Genuinely lives under a rock. The, the best part is his house is like dope on the inside though. It's it really like, is. He's got the sand furniture. Like, you literally <laughs> you look and it's just flat and then they just like, let's go to my house. And somehow they just like go into this house. They had to have had so much fun creating Man, SpongeBob. So fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a great idea. The, the inside of Patrick's house being decked out. Squidward being the grown-up that we all turn into. Oh, Spongebob being like, I don't know how, what, Spongebob. Obliviously, like, go lucky, happy, just like, go get But that's him. the funny thing. When I was a kid, for some reason, I equated Spongebob to also being a kid. Like, mm-hmm. even though yeah. he, because he went to boating school and, you know, and it stuff is. like I that. I think that's the idea, though. But I think the idea is that he's like 20. Kinda. I think the idea is like they're all like in their twenties. But he still has like the child, like the the childlike. He has feel. the childlike spirit. He, he has Patrick a, he has, has the blissful the ignorance. World. Yeah, 
and Squidward is the one that got crushed. Yeah, yeah. Early on. Yes. Squidward is the one that got fucked on literally within the span yeah. of 18 to 23 and just hates life now. And Mr. Krabs <laughs> is a symbolism for capitalism. And he just laughs at SpongeBob when he's just so oblivious to everything. And he's like, I know. <laughs> I know. Who would be SpongeBob and who would be Mr. Krabs of this duo? <laughs> well, I don't want to be Mr. Krabs. No, you're not Mr. Krabs. I can be Squidward. I'm definitely Patrick. You're definitely SpongeBob in the, in, <laughs> no. in, in the scenario of... Uh, Vinny's Larry the Lobster. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that simple. Yeah. If anything, we're closer to like a Sandy Cheeks or something. Possibly. Sandy's oh, pretty well, Sandy, well balanced. Yeah, you're Sandy. She understands the rest of the world, but she also wants to have fun and have a good I'd time. I'd like to say I'm SpongeBob because SpongeBob has his stupid moments too. I saw, you're definitely not Patrick. Yeah. I think you're closer to SpongeBob. Yay! Yeah, it's my favorite character. Yeah. So, all right. To go back. For Anyways, listening. to go backwards. Unless you've, you've been, been living under a fucking barn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless you've been living under a goddamn barn, then you're well aware that Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy this uh, this past week. Geek, and uh, you love me. That's a different album. Yeah, probably uh, it is a different album. There's was... one. I'm too sexy is pretty funny. Yeah. With Young Thug and yeah. Uh, Future. Well, I was going to say, it's weird sometimes throughout my, my music listening career because I come at all things Billboard generally sideways. And that's what I would tell any Ooh. hardcore Drake fan listening to this. Just, you know, recognize. But that's the thing. Actually, the hardcore Drake fans that I do know, you know what? Never mind. No advice to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Because they recognize it's the formula. They want the formula every time. They expect no, They're like, his formula is unmatched. Go in, but say... People enjoy what you like. If you, that's what you like, that's what you like. Enjoy what you like. But for us... For us, it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking <laughs> whack-ass fucking boo-boo fucking... Like I Dude. said this morning on uh, our Twitter, for those who follow, if you fucking had Drake shit in a fucking box for two hours and recording the audio of him violently shitting in this box, it would honestly match the sound. It, it would be better almost because it would be a differentiation between the sound of at the last three change. albums. Thank God. At least I'd get to hear Thugger going over Drake violently shitting in a box. <laughs> That's really funny. That's yeah, really that, funny. <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree. It's the thing just, is, I, I, and, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry. I just got on. I didn't yeah, mean go, to interrupt go, go. you, but I got on that tangent to say, like, I don't like Drake in any capacity. But people that I fuck with in the music industry fuck with him so heavily. And there's got. He is damn near the Beatles, bro. Like, yeah, he, he, he really is. He's the he's next the biggest step. star, man. By he's, far. He unlocked it. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know when that happened. But he either. just like has this status now. Um, it was sometime I think in like around like 2012 was like yeah. what, by the time it was like yeah he's number one. Yeah. Um, I agree. I don't. I like some of his songs, but a lot of it sounds the same. Yeah. Um, sounds just not my kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because Kanye is kind of the other guy who also just dropped his album. Yep. They're kind of the debate, I guess. But to me, they are so different. Like you cannot really compare them. The no. only thing they do is they fucking rap sometimes drake sings most of the time kanye does too now kanye honestly. sings a lot kanye just auto-tunes his voice to be an instrument on the song yeah. he's, also he's definitely a kanye stand here uh, uh, for me personally like sure he can definitely do wrong in my eyes and he's done plenty and he's he sure done has. plenty wrong we're talking about the music 
genuinely the music yeah honestly i think universal was pulling the right move too to not have jail part two with yeah with marilyn manson and the baby it's are just like why couldn't you it, he just should have picked like i see here's the thing i know oh, what he, he was going purpose. for of course he yeah. did i know exactly what he was going for but also just but like why at least marilyn manson right now like, marilyn manson okay. Dude, the baby was it the baby? Yeah, yeah. The baby just said some fucked up. I don't shit. think you know what it. he said. I know. Uh, uh, maybe I don't. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I said the same thing. I was like, Marilyn Manson, like, should be in jail. Yeah. The baby said some really homophobic things, but then I saw what he said, and like, this man is a homophobe. Like, it wasn't like he just slipped up. Uh, like, you know, like some okay. rappers yeah, in a yeah. song might say something derogatory say the f word yeah right and like that's not good either right but maybe it doesn't mean that's like their actions or anything this was like him at a concert where he just like went on a tangent about like why you shouldn't like that means he just watched like some fox news report on fucking gay marriage being legalized in canada yeah and he just it was his breaking point he couldn't (laughs) he saw it happen in the united states and once he saw Two same-sex people getting married on a steeple, and where's he from? Charlotte. He was like, yeah. "No, I've had enough," and went on stage and just fucking let loose. That's why I was like, "Man, this guy just got fucked in the ass before yeah. this concert." It's <laughs> like mad about it, you know. It's like its own insecurity for sure. But yeah, so I agree. Different things. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Much. I don't want to compare. Yeah. They're both bad. They're both bad. But Marilyn Manson, like, definitely, definitely, not good. like, is a criminal. If, yeah, if we're like talking criminal, exactly. You I can't, don't think the baby's a criminal. Sure, no. he's a bad guy, yeah, but he's you not can't a put criminal. him in jail for it. I'm no. okay with distinct putting that line. You know, <laughs> right? That's like that's a moral hierarchy I could get behind too. Like, <laughs> that's one. That, that, it's, it's just a fact. Fucking jail. It's just a fact. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but and the thing is, Marilyn Manson's barely on the song. He sings like backup chorus vocals. Yeah. On. And that's it. Like, he's barely on it. So yeah. he put him on just to stamp his name on it. Just to stir it. And no, and that's the crazy thing, because I guarantee you, even with the baby, we know how modern music works. They didn't link in the studio. Kanye is <laughs> not kicking back, Kanye? sipping a fucking wine cooler with these guys. No. He's fucking, he's, he literally they, he took it. He, he just took it. He was like, who are the last two people to get canceled? And they're like, <laughs> uh, Marilyn Manson and the baby. Like, all right, put him on the song. Put him on the biggest song. And they're like, for show. Yeah. And I want to perform with them a week before the album drops. Yeah. It's just like, he's like so deep into this fame clout rabbit hole that yeah. he's just like, clicks, clicks, clicks. Yeah. This will do it. Yeah. So he and doesn't he even think though. about giving a platform to shitty people and stuff like that. Yeah. But also, man, the dude's like, he's all over the place. Like, I don't think he understands what he's doing. I or, don't think so either. And I think that's reflected in his sound, which is yeah. why, to I, me, the music is 10 times better than he's very Certified trans- Lover Boy. He's very transparent in that yeah. I think it's more and he talks about just his life in the songs. Yeah. Like, Even if you don't like, agree with him, like, it's interesting to see his mind and how he goes about things and what he, like... His thoughts, I guess. I know? would like to interview Drake, but I feel like there, there's there's a difference between like Kanye is not media trained, and that's why like he's <laughs> yeah. so much or, more fun. to He talk probably to. is, and then refuses, or to, just says yeah. fuck it. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah, yeah. He did, you're right, you're right, because he did play, <laughs> which is worse, pretty much. He's like he knows oh, how it's to. Not, though it's better. It's better. It's that's it's, better. I'm talking about that's I, better. I agree. I'm talking about it's worse for him. Like it's worse how for to him. Act. It's, yeah, it's worse for his. If you're his manager, you go. This is worse. I taught you how to do this, and you're purposely not doing it. Yeah, it's not like oh. Oh, fuck he got caught you know yeah i totally agree it's way better it's more transparent it's cooler that's also why he ran into tmz and said like whatever i forget what he said the slave comment yeah yeah I forget what he said exactly but yeah. i was like bro he what? basically 
just to reiterate for those of you who don't remember, a couple years ago, Kanye West got on TMZ and he like went into their and, offices. Yeah, and in typical Kanye fashion, I mean, like the thing is, is when I saw this, I wasn't surprised. I don't think no. anybody should have been, but of course, it's Kanye, so it's going to make massive headlines. Yeah, he basically just said something to the effect of look at that. how did the slaves not just band together and overcome the slave masters like that was basically like his mm. idea and then he was like the final nail in the coffin was slavery is a choice that's what he said yes i yes. was building to it i'm sorry yes no no i wanted good. the effect before i wasn't sure if you knew it or not that's no I did. That's, yeah. that's what it was it was. it was it was he basically was building to the effect that Man, slavery was a choice nuts it's like he has these crazy ideas and concepts crazy i, I get what he's trying to do he does what I, I do. He just fires off and then is like probably like, oh shit, fuck that. Yeah, Didn't I just said slavery is a choice on TMZ. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. Like, but, oh man. But I feel like it's just, again, it's miscommunication. Like, I feel like the thoughts are there. Like, the thoughts are in place. Yeah, but man. It's not the bad thought. It was a thought conveyed badly. Exactly. Exactly. And. Well, that's like up for debate, Which but, is I, why but I agree that that's not what he was really... The headline is different than what he was trying to say. Yeah. But the issue yeah. is he needs to know... That the headline's going to exist. Yes. And that's what everyone's going to hear. Yeah. Very few people sat and watched the video of him trying to give this whole spiel, right? I think I, I might have saw it. I might have saw part of it, right? People just saw the headline that Kanye said this. And if you just see that, that's really bad. Like, you can't just put that out there without context. But he needs to know that's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's tough, though, because that's how else do you put something out there without it being grabbed like that? You know? Yeah. I'd say the best way is something like a podcast. Yeah. But you could go to his Joe Rogan and that shit is still all over the place. It's so one of the most interesting wild. watches. But to that's be what honest. I'm saying. That's why he. But now Kanye, Kanye has been tapped into. Right. So here, he, I would I, w- I would appreciate Kanye's music more always. Like, I'll always put Kanye above Drake musically. Oh, yeah. But right now, I would be way more interested in seeing Drake on the podcast because I haven't. Oh, and I actually opened up and everything. Yeah, I just don't think he would. That's the thing. And I don't know what's worse, Kanye going off the rails or if I could. But the thing is, is I feel like if you approach Drake the right way, which is like. For me, I would acknowledge the fact that I'd be like, hey, I don't like the formula always. And especially if I was talking to him in a room, I'd be like, hands down for unlocking it. Like whenever I talk shit about a musician, it's talking shit to the most minimal extent that it's I can also, be. It's because they made it in the music industry. It's not about they fucking them. made it. It's not like a personal thing. It's just I don't care for that kind of music. Yeah. That's all it is. And anyone who's like realistic mm-hmm. will get that. They'll yeah. Like, oh, that's fine. But I'd be like, bruh, you're the Beatles. Like that yeah. that in and of itself it's respect. is crazy. Yeah. Like it's that respect. has to be an insane mindset when you're talking to the Beatles. <laughs> maybe not cre but but then I I feel like that's my own bias. It has to be a little bit creatively on the equivalent of John Lennon. Because John Lennon figured out how to be creative enough and still follow that pop formula to have the Beatles reign as the superior pop band until they broke up. I will say, I think it's a blend of John Lennon. I think that's a bit Paul, if we're going to go to the Beatles side of it. Uh-huh. I think it's the balance of them. I think John was the uber creative. And you saw when he went solo, uh-huh. he had a lot of songs that were just like, well, this is really... They were misses, yeah. Yeah, not... They were really weird. They were they mainstream misses. They were mainstream they were misses, misses in the sense of radio play. Yes, but Paul was always on that mainstream 
poppy kind of stuff. So I think the balance, the back and forth is what made that work. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what you're saying is Drake is doing that with one person. But the thing is, he's not. He has a huge team and a bunch of producers. He's got like a billion people. Yeah. People writing for him. Yeah. Like, he's pretty pretty much said it at this point that people help him write, which I think is great. I think it's weird if you don't come out and say that. Everyone knows. Everyone has ghostwriters. Yeah. Like, of course. And honestly, it gives credit to the fact of how hard songwriting actually Mm -hmm. is and that it is something that needs teams and stuff usually like i mean bands existed for a reason Mm -hmm. it's really hard i mean composers are probably the most lit musicians of all of them because they compose everything so so cool it's nuts composing is nuts yeah but songwriting usually requires at least like we were talking about earlier with the argument some back and forth be like is this melody here has this been used before is it out of context Mm -hmm. i mean obviously music can dive into theoretical levels where you're just like what the fuck is up but yeah but that's the biggest thing next time check out your favorite rapper's actual song credits on a song like look up the details of it there's gonna be so many names like there's so many names every time but i talk tons of shit about drake and he'll come on and i'll be like fuck this is a good song dude because it'll be like because it'll be like yo drake is the well drake is the first verse right and then immediately after here comes future like coming in hard and i'm like fuck i love future and this is what i say i fuck with fuck with drake heavy their album together was so good (laughs) i love that album (laughs) because i really like future Future's an artist where, like... DJ Esco. I would never... DJ in the world. Like, I never thought myself as a Future fan. And then, like, my I looked at my all-time Spotify listening, and he was, like, number four. And I was like, how? I love Future, I guess. <laughs> but I I've thought about tried, it. I was like, I've never tried to deny it. I But, like, I don't even go out of my way Future. to listen to him. He's just on songs that I really like, yeah. always. He's just amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I dude, I agree. Um, I go out of my way to listen to him constantly. I have a couple songs for sure. But not, now that I realized what's going on, I'm like, oh, cool. took a piss and I seen Codeine coming yeah. out. I will say one thing about what you're saying, people fuck with him. It's also just he's the biggest guy. Of course you're getting on a Drake song. It doesn't yeah. mean like they fuck with him musically. It's just not. like, okay, you want to be on a Drake song or not? Yeah. Yes. Like it's not about like yeah. they're cool or whatever. They might be boys in real life. I don't know. But it's not like musically we have to link and make a masterpiece i don't think they're thinking about it like that the only time he's and that's the thing that's why he's on that level where it's a list to the extreme of the Mm -hmm. only time he's gonna be caught talking is after a huge sports win or a red carpet event yeah you're not gonna catch a release date you're not gonna catch him in a bad moment yeah he's so he's always camera ready pretty much yeah and if he's not you're not gonna see him you know yeah. It's interesting. It's cra- I can't imagine that level of fame. That sounds scary. <laughs> that lifestyle sounds nuts. I but also don't care for it. A lot of power. Yep. Do whatever you want. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much. Like yeah. genuinely. You can do uh Gucci Mane has the famous line, actually. Gucci Mane, who's one of my favorite rappers too, also has a Drake collab, both. Mm-hmm. And in that song, he says something to the effect of, I'm a felon, so I can't get into Canada, but Drake's gonna pull some strings for me and we'll be good. <laughs> So that's the best line, actually. <laughs> like, what? We should, Who has that kind of clout? <laughs> we should do a segment of, like, white guy, like, blandly explains rap lyrics. I think it'd be really funny. It's like, <laughs> Gucci Mane states that <laughs> though he is a felon and cannot lead the country because of American laws, Drake may be able to help him out in some sort of way. To make this happen. Yes. And if the not, thing is, Drake will come to him. Because then I would be, one, that's humorous. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. Two, I could actually talk about rap I think how it, I'd want to yeah, really in a way that's not me like, 
Imagine how much more awful that would have come out if I just attempted to wrap the Gucci bars yes. in Gucci's like. I think that's you know? the big deal. There is like, it's better <laughs> to just do it in your way than try yeah. to replicate something you're not. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, no, let me just explain it how if it were me how I would explain it because that's yeah. better than yeah trying to do something be someone you're not. It's like Quap. I'm not Gucci <laughs> Mane, you know. Uh, that's the mo- I think on mic that's the most. Uh, I love replicating app rappers ad libs because nobody ad libs are it. just fun because they're fun. The yeah. Young Thug is the best at that too. He's, he's yes. just but anyways, lo- music. Just, we'll do that another day. Yeah, maybe. we will. We will. <laughs> but. Listen to the album. Had some hitters on it, man. It really did. I got. I got to give it to Drake. I got to give it to the Beatles. Like I can't yep. say that sometimes the formula doesn't work. Can't say it's bad. However, however, overall on my ratings, it would still be like again for me like a hard five. For me, for me, mm, yeah. a hard five. Not even a seven. I only listen hard to hard five. I haven't finished it. My so fucking coworkers at work have just been fucking bumping. It I heard the speakers. it. I heard it at the club. Last night, I'm sure you did multiple times. It, dude, the, there's a one song. It's like girls like girls something. What's the one? Oh, I don't see. Here's the thing. I don't know any girls of the names. like girls. Yeah, he says he's a lesbian on the song. It's I, really weird. I've heard the album three times now. <laughs> don't know any of the. Songs. Don't know a single song because never once have I played it. Let me. Oh, I know what you're saying. Let me see if I can find the song. It starts off with him saying like, "You say you're a lesbian, me too." And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, what?" <laughs> I guess that's his like uh, rap, maybe metaphorical way of saying he's into women. Yeah, you know? I saw I saw this thing. I'm I, a lesbian with a dick. Yeah. I like women too. Let me see if I can find it. That but that song, it is very good. And yeah. in the club, man, did it hit. Everyone, everyone was just going nuts. It was it was so. That's perfect. the thing. Anytime Drake releases an album for the next five, for the next year, for the next year, high uh-huh. school dances, clubs. Yep retirement parties fucking bar mitzvahs fucking christmas gatherings are yep. gonna have at yeah. least three drake songs from that one album played yep every time at least three Dude. for the next year and if it's girls want girls i just checked i'm not mad about it that it song le- is so good <laughs> Dude, what was it uh, so from uh if you're reading this it's too late it was running through the six with my woes you know how that shit goes uh, there's a, that dude. one all things were the same. Are do you we remember gonna all do, things? Are no. we gonna do? There's a long list there's, of Drake hits. Too much. It's too if you much. Wanna, if you want to know, his biggest song, uh, his biggest song ever, "One Dance," is currently his biggest song with two billion plays. One dance. It's two billion. Is that the? I oh, need no. a one dance. I'm not gonna play oh, this on mic. Oh god, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I remember. I know which one. Now I was confusing hands. it with Hotline Bling. We had to do but a dance to that. I was confusing it with Hotline Bling. Were you I do in that? that? Yeah, I was. We in were that. in a cotillion, yeah. which is like, uh, if you don't know, uh, it's like a debut for like Filipino people. I guess like a quinceanera, which yeah. is still just another similar kind of thing. Anyway, we had to do a, a dance. coming of age. Yeah, I said bar mitzvah. I said you hear Drake yes. at bar mitzvahs. Yes. You'll hear Drake at quinceaneras and fucking cotillions as well. That shit was nuts, yeah. Yeah. But I agree, Drake. Man, he be hitting though. Yeah. You know how that should go. You know how that should go. <laughs> but Kanye's album was better though. Kanye's album, I actually I'm gonna give Did you get did you get Yeezus vibes from it? Because I, I definitely no. did, but you thought did is this just the next step of Kanye? Did you get any former vibes from it? Uh Jesus is King vibes. Really? You got more of the gospel feel. Well yeah. I definitely. got I got Jesus is King meets Yeezus. It wasn't industrial. The production wasn't Jesus. I didn't feel like. Oh, dude! When the the guitar slides and whatever production on a does, couple like, songs, on Moon when he's got Cuddy and oh, that song's not good. 
It's a, no, it's an interlude. I'm saying that's the ease is reminiscent to me. That's I get, where it's I get like, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I guess on the best songs of the album, though, I get no Yeezus vibes. My hmm. favorite songs. It's just like, I think the approach he did, which you can see because he had that stem player thing. I don't know if yeah, you saw yeah, that. Yeah. Is that it's all just bass stems and samples like looped. Yeah. Like the song is very minimal components, which I think is cool a yeah. lot of times. And he's just like playing those out. Um, which, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I had to go one, maybe Jesus. But I think it's mostly Jesus is King mm. and like, yay. Just in the way and how he's talking and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's a weird... I couldn't really compare it to anything. Yeah, I can't... And I can't rank it too high either. Because, like, for me, most of the time, Kanye's albums are an experience. Jesus is King was an experience that I honestly wish I could take that first listen back and <laughs> never have given it. I liked I'm it. being honest, I, I did not. I didn't care for it at all. I thought it was cool. I, like, never will go back and listen to it. But, yeah. like, I thought it was really cool, the idea. It, it t- actually the funny thing is there are actually like two now that I think about it there are like two or three songs on that album that it's very afterwards short. I liked it a lot yeah. that's the thing that one was super short I will say this this one was just a fucking mile and a half long yeah. dude I will say with the Jesus is King it's like I think about it like this like what's the best gospel album you've ever heard probably Jesus is <laughs> that's King. what I'm saying you know like, <laughs> and that's what it was made for that's yeah. what it's supposed to be yeah. So when I think about it like that, I'm like, yeah, it's good. If I think about a Kanye albums, it's his, it's his worst album for sure. If we're looking like at his shit, in my opinion, but it's a cool. But that's like saying it's the worst of the Van Goghs. It's like it's still a Van Gogh. Well, that's a big comparison, but yeah, sure. Pretty okay. accurate comparison too. When you actually like, you know, go back and forth between uh, eras. Yeah, and, I will say he's the biggest level of celebrity. You know, I mean, he makes clothes. He does fashion. Like he's. An artist in a couple different ways. Yeah. He's also an artist some... in the pop culture, zeitgeist, people magazine shit, you know? I don't know how to really explain that, but, you know, uh. he's part of it. He's a Kardashian, you know? Former. Well, sorry, Kanye. He's still in the fam. Dude, did you see the... I don't know if it was actually her, but, like, the music video is, like, him getting married to Kim for one of his newest songs. He did a live performance before the album dropped, and they only show her from the back, but it's supposed to be Kim, pretty obviously. Yeah. And then she's like in her wedding gown. And she like goes up to Kanye and then they get married at the end. It's like so weird. I guarantee you though, but like he, so weird to bro. me from like all the romantics that I read and have read in my lifetime to him. Like and when I hear his lyrics and stuff like that, like again, I don't have fucking lunch with him on Tuesdays. This isn't like a declaration of anything, yeah. but like. To me, this he sounds like of his art, he sounds yeah. like a hopeless romantic, a a, a, a <laughs> lover of of but sorts. Dude, and I guarantee you, he's probably pretty fucked up about this whole thing. Like, I agree. Even though he's deep in what is so fake, it's real. The re, the the fake reality of the Kardashian no, lifestyle. Yeah. Became, he was probably still very they much have in kids, love, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah he's but a, then you recreate your divorced wife, recently divorced wife, and fake get married to her in a stadium and then put it in your music video that is weird dude. arguably the greatest art piece of all time that shit is weird dude that is uncomfortable i hope she signed off i hope it's actually her if it's actually her and she said it's okay that's that's different but like imagine like you break up with your girlfriend and then you see her in the middle of the school campus with like a replicated you and they're like recreating your first date and you're just like going to class and you're like what the fuck is going on? Like, why? Why is this? And then the next week, it's like on everyone's social media for like the next month. You're like, 
dude, what is happening? Then they make a song to it. You're like, that would what? be fucked. That's fucked. That would be fucked. Like, the I, way you just put that, that would be so fucked and that's in so on many a, different a levels. A school scale. This is the whole world, which is like their school scaled. You know what I mean? They're that yeah. famous. But yeah. I was just like, well, that is, if I was Kim, that's creepy, bro. It's fucked up. It's really weird. It's fucked up. But He's he a does, fucked up guy. But that's what I'm saying. That's even where the Van Gogh comparisons come up even He's more. Van Gogh cut off his ear and sent it to a bitch. Like, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, he did though. Just fucked, like, yeah. what the fuck? Who the fuck does that? Well, and that's the thing. Well, because he legit had mental health issues, and I think Kanye I does too. Think and so I as think well. that's why, like, I think Kanye addresses them. There are times too. Here's the problem. He's talked with, about it. Yeah, that's the thing. Here's the problem with like headlines and stuff like that too. And Kanye being so caught in this rabbit hole, he li he literally, in my opinion. There's no way you could look at his discography and not be like, this guy's a creative genius. Like he he, he really is. He's he's constantly breaking barriers yeah. through sound, uh, in, in, in his music and stuff. But like, because of the whole fame to the next level, because of the whole TMZ shit, headlines, clickbait, whatnot. Yeah. He had I remember what he was talking on a stage. It was in like a small conference gathering too. He's wearing like a police vest or something. He's wearing like a total street Kanye outfit. But he's talking very really about like his dad and some mental trauma and he's like breaking down on stage and like having a hard fucking time yeah. getting through what he's talking about. And I remember I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken that same video was memed for like a month afterwards. Yeah. Like literally for like the longest time being like Kanye on his crazy bullshit. Kanye's a fucking lunatic, yeah. you know, like I think like Dave addressed that really well too in the mm. in the show. It's another reason I really appreciate that show cuz I feel like they gave a really real glimpse about gay that he would do things like the uh, uh, sorry, spoilers ahead for Dave season 2. But there's this great scene when Gaeta goes and buys an $8,000 BMW for the music video. And he's been struggling for money. He's been hustling, you know, the yeah. scene. And everyone's just like, oh, he's having one of his bipolar episodes. He's going crazy. He's having one yeah. of his episodes. And he's just like, when Dave approaches on it, he's like, bro, I'm the crazy one. I'm just trying to do something for myself. I'm just trying yeah. to make a music video. I'm not being sporadic. I'm not being crazy. Yeah. You need the ice in the video. And I feel like that same concept now for Kanye on a whole different scale because it's just like so people don't take that bro's mental health seriously at all and I feel like it's starting to more and he has fans that let him do that but even someone like Drake I can't imagine Drake is in the best mental health state he's at no, all, no all one the is time. no one is all the time but yeah that, that he's, most of the time because of that lifestyle yeah. there's no way you could be camera ready that much and no. then like be happy in your off I mean dude he had a kid that he told no one about for like like a year. Which is the smartest fucking thing in the but world. But also, that has to be so taxing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that whole process and keeping it a secret. Like, obviously, yeah. that took a toll on him for sure. Yeah. I think Kanye, for all the bad things he does, he's very open, it seems, and clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it does, like, it's a good role model. Like, oh, he's kind of a normal person, too. People think he's crazy. He has real issues. But he's like, real. He's normal. Yeah. I will he's say, human. I like that part of him, because then it's something to relate to, and it brings away the stigma and stuff yeah. like it's not that bad people have mental health issues like that's normal it's a great thing that he does but i also feel like if he actually wanted to fix it he wouldn't go talk about it on stage he would you know what i mean he, he needs to he needs to find the line between separate his career from his mental health it's a sometimes i worry it's a bit too performative yeah you know what i'm saying which is which is dangerous which is yeah. dangerous he talks about it a lot because i think he's real but i'm also like if you really want to get help you need to do this on your own and not make a joke of it and not make a, a scene of it, yeah. right? 
but it's tough because he's so himself it seems you yeah know? but like but it's also he understands how he makes money yeah that's what i'm saying like, no are he you, definitely gets it are you just being yourself or are you abusing this for money and fame and clicks yeah. you know what i mean so it's just like does he do stuff. any uh, that's the thing because like he does sunday service which i know he charges for but those proceeds go to something mm-hmm. or do those just go to his pocketbook know. Probably his pocketbook. He does obviously he has a bunch of charities and shit, but they're all tax write offs anyway. So like, mm. <laughs> he he seems to be wanting to do a lot of good things for people and stuff like that. He helps people get out of jail. He did that for a while with Kim, yeah. with Trump and stuff. I think he means well for sure. I think he does too, genuinely. And I also like also likes having a lot of money though. It's I I know, but it's the it's it's what I call my LeBron James theory. Well, it's not really a LeBron James theory. Actually, it's like the LeBron James. What what would be like anomaly? The LeBron James anomaly. Sure. LeBron James is an anomaly because he's been in the limelight for as long he's, as he has he's been perfect. and has kept his sanity. Yeah. Right. Has, like. What I mean, extent, I mean, perfect to the outward. You know, to to us. Yeah, but like even with him, he doesn't have any secret kids. His life is kind of out there. He has a regular Instagram that, that you can tell his hit. You can tell LeBron uh, runs his own Instagram, dude. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. You yeah. can tell LeBron's IG app is on his phone. But I, I, we need to remember though. This is all that we see, and it definitely gets vetted by someone. True. There's a lot of people in the mix here. This is LeBron True. James we're talking about. True. Right? We can't True. assume he's just our neighbor. Right. That's fair. Everything is going through, not everything, but a lot of things are being processed and checked. But I do yeah. think at this point, like you're saying, is he gets it now. He doesn't even need someone to check because he just knows how it works. Yeah, definitely. Also, I just think he has. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's all speculative. So this conversation. No, no that's fine. I'm no, saying like I agree someone with you. Who's I agree been with there you. since they were 18 to yep. not ever have any public derailing yeah. or any breakdown the highest of any expectations sort. ever even drake's had some like drake had the millie bobby brown thing drake had the fucking that's just really weird yeah drake had the fucking secret yeah. son you know what fuck drake, drake. bro <laughs> that man's creepy it's like it, everybody has a thing lebron james like it's it's almost like it's Mr. Too, Rogers, bro. It's like too it's perfect. literally almost like LeBron James is like a media figure like Mr. Rogers where I feel well, like you could have a dirt digging fucking reporter go they had to make a whole documentary about the Mr. Rogers uh, it's not a documentary. The Mr. Uh, Rogers biopic, the It's a Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. The main character of that movie actually isn't Mr. Rogers. It's the reporter doing yeah. the piece on him because for the longest time this guy's career was going and finding and scouting out these celebrities and who had these perfect images, who had these LeBron-like images, and just fucking smearing it, being like they're fucking coke addicts. They have yeah. these fucking yeah, sex parties, like these crazy things. And so he did that with Mr. Rogers. He went to go do it with Mr. Rogers. And the whole story is Mr. Rogers changed his life. Like he was like, mm-hmm. I was a broken person and you healed me. You yeah. act. And he had to write his first ever like celebrity positive. article that was Mr. Rogers is a saint. Yeah, like yeah. he's an angel. It would be interesting if someone like that came along and did one on LeBron. And I wonder if it's the same thing because honestly, he's one where I don't think his charities are tax write-offs. I don't think he... Well, they, they are, but yes. They are, They're but not I don't... For that, I, I think he funds the, like his Akron projects he, he and stuff school, like that. Man. That's he insane. runs an entire 
entire school. That's nuts. Yeah. That's hard to do. No. no one wants to do that usually. I agree. He's, but I think we have a lot of those people now. Honestly. Yeah, I Steph do too. Curry is the yeah, same yeah, yeah. Way. Steph a is lot dope. Steph is awesome as well. Steph I think it's great. Like... I think they're perfect role models too. Like it's ideal. Yeah. I will say the one LeBron thing was the whole Miami Heat thing. That's yeah. like the one stain on his record. But that's yeah. just a basketball thing. That's literally. But man, like, the whole yeah. like. Not one, not two, not three. Like that was a little douchey for yeah. sure. And then the way that also he has it like that. ESPN wrapped around his finger. Sometimes the, the oh, narr- ESPN is sucking. Anytime, his anytime dick, I talk dude. shit on LeBron, it's ninety nine percent fueled by ESPN's love for him. It's so nice, and it's just the way that it dictates the narrative of yeah. the rest of the NBA. Well, it's like NBA why can't we is- talk about Booker and Jason Tatum? Like they're fucking yeah. on the come up, great young stars. But it's like, but Devin Booker, the way that he got blocked by LeBron. Braun in game 32 of the season was just indicative of this playoff performance. Yeah, it's just because it works. Like, it works for sure. And, like, I don't know. The NBA also works on, like, a star kind of style. Like, they base everything around one face, one star. And that's been LeBron for a while. And back to my main point. No public meltdowns, man. Steph Curry, yeah. too. Steph but was another perfect example. I like guess you said, I'm they're good role models. So yeah. what were you getting at? Well, I'm just getting to the point that there's a lot of those people now. And I think it's because everything is so intertwined now. And yeah. you, ha- you have to be ready at all times because of camera phones and stuff like that. There was a point in time where... So before phones, pretty much, if you had a big meltdown stuff, there's a chance people just didn't know about it. Right? Yeah. So you could be a celebrity and you could kind of do whatever. And it's not like the whole world will know the next day. Yeah. Maybe if you're really big, it comes out in the newspaper. Whoa, right? No internet, no phones. Then we got the internet and phones, and it was like this instant spread of information. And I think there was a moment in time where people weren't ready for that. Yeah. You have yeah, yeah, yeah. Britney shaving her head or whatever, stuff like that, the big public meltdown stuff, right? Which shouldn't be that big of a deal, but because, but now everyone knows that that's the case. So everyone's trained and ready for it. Like yeah. you're not gonna see those as much anymore, dude. Because it, or they get covered it, up. It's out like not even the next day. It's out the next minute. That's like someone records it and it's up. Yeah, it's getting live streamed. It's yes. fucking there. Literally. So like there was a point in time where people hadn't caught up to it. The yeah. world had access to everything, and the celebrities and famous people weren't ready or didn't know how to act like that. There's a great um clip. Sorry, I keep fucking qu- everything you're saying is actually bringing up stuff that I've seen though cuz like mm. this is like a real thing. Woody Harrelson made a movie. This is a very Kanye like move actually. Woody Harrelson made a movie called either Lost in Paris or One Night in Paris and it's literally a movie about the worst night of his life Whoa. where a tabloid was released about him cheating on his wife and it being released when they were like in Paris at like a dinner and stuff. And then he got like the whole night start. It starts from there. And then from there it is really, and he says it's a true story and he's told it before. Obviously it's lightly based on a, he he said it's a a, a depiction of the worst night of his life. It just gets worse and worse as the night goes on. It's like an interesting movie. The scene that made me think of that, he runs into Owen Wilson at a bar and he's like, bro, she's going to divorce me like because they're good friends. Yeah. Like, she found out and everything like that. And he's like, you didn't call Harry? And he's like, no, I didn't do Harry. He was too expensive. It's like, I told you, you have to go through Harry. Harry's the guy that gets to the fucking tabloid people before mm. the news is released to the world. That's what I'm saying. So he could have kept it a secret. And they, Woody Harrelson just puts that in the movie. He's like, yeah, these yeah. people exist. Like, Lost we, in London. Lost in London. Yes. Thank you. It's London, not Paris. Yeah. Lost in London. It's a film about the worst night of Woody Harrelson's life. Actually, a really good movie. It's a yeah. fun watch. But that's but, exactly what I'm talking about. There is the whole thing is so intertwined now yeah. that like those things 
if you want them swept under the rug, they get swept for the most part. Yeah. Right? But then, yeah, we just had this transition. And then now I think it's things are settled again. People get the new media and stuff like that. Yeah. So people are ready because you don't see public breakdowns and meltdowns like that anymore. Not like there's much. not, it doesn't happen. Not but for a while much. there, it felt like all the time. It was Shia LaBeouf doing something. Like there was always something. But I like I don't know. Shia actually. Or artistically, I like Shia. I like, I, I don't, I, when people have those, like, like breakdowns or whatever we're saying. I don't even think of them like in a negative way. It's just they got caught doing something that a lot of people probably do stuff similarly. Yeah. Like, you know, like people hold them to this different status. But if it was just a friend you knew, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah. I've seen friends I've known. If they were famous, it would have been worse than anything I've ever seen. You know, like Britney shaving her head was pretty nuts at the time. I've seen a whole lot worse from five girls I saw at the club, club last night. I saw a girl last night get dragged out of a bar unconscious, threw up all over herself and a bunch of security guards, stood up immediately, like stone cold sober. I just went, you guys want to know what happened? You guys want to know what happened in there? And I was like, what? And then she just left. She just like walked away. And they just throw up all over these guys. It was nuts. And I was just like, she was fine. and just dipped. And she's covered in throw up, just walking down the street like nothing's nothing happened. I was going to say, I also work in nightlife, mm. which is people who are obsessed with like music and so like for, yeah. for conversations that i hear from my patrons most of the time because i'm in a, like a nightclub nightclub yeah um i think that they talk about all the time bro just like coming at celebrities and like judging them so hard but like they don't realize like they are the worst of the worst like yeah. when it comes to just fucking overindulging and acting a fool and like you're saying having those public instances of yeah. honestly from a sober person who's working the events point of view like you just said those mm -hmm. security guards it's like you are the most insane and scummy human being i've ever seen yeah. in my life it's like why don't you not work on only that? are you crazy <laughs> dude ah oh, yeah I gotta, I gotta tell you a story yeah, off mic but later <laughs> literally it's like yeah why don't you work on that before you go ahead and worry and judge someone else yeah like, especially yeah people are always quick to point the finger or some uh, a famous person for sure it's like yeah you can spend more time Look inwardly or look around people in your own life. The shop talks about that too. Another mm -hmm. LeBron James thing is that he puts up, but he had Draymond Green on that show specifically to talk to him about the fans on the Cavs and the Warriors during that rivalry period. Yeah. And Draymond was like, yeah, we were like boys the whole time and people were looking at us like animals in the zoo, bro. Like they were like, we, we're fucking people. Yeah. Like I went to it's, college. It's I have Rome. a family. It's not the gladiator stadium. Dude, yeah. Like, we're fucking playing hoop. Yeah, like we're just We like, hang out later. Like, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. It's insane. People like will uh, like find things to attack these people mm -hmm. about. They'll go deep too. They'll go deep. They'll go that's deep. why it's like look inwardly first. It's idolization and stuff, man. It's really scary. Yeah. Um, is Kanye and Drake too both yeah. both instances in these talking points the stands from both ends have been going yeah. nuts on social media I've been back on Twitter but they've been yeah. going nuts the last like two weeks bro yeah it's like they don't I mean I guess they're it's either Donda or, whatever, or like it, CLB bro that's what they want they want that's conversation that's people listening here we are talking about the comparison on the mic recording it to right. put out to other people to listen yeah. to so like real quick I want to get into the psychological part of it something Please I've been do. learning about they Enlighten call it, me. it's like a lot of parasocial relationship which is essentially when like one person is fully in love with someone in this case they're famous so they won't even know that they have this they feel like they're their best friend let's say uh let's use drake right if you're a super fan of drake you love him you feel like you know him so well man if we hung out we'd be besties you view him in that way and the other person literally 
does nothing for you or doesn't know you exist. It's pretty much a one-way relationship like yeah. that. And that's what I think causes a lot of these. You see it really big in the streaming world because streaming is so personal. Mm-hmm. Someone who watches a streamer is like, oh, I really know this guy. Like, I love him. He's streaming for me for 30 days straight. Yeah, I've seen everything about him. So yeah. Ludwig, who, if you guys didn't know, is one of the bigger streamers on Twitch, did a streamathon, subathon, where he streamed for 30 days straight. He has a lot of the parasocial relationship. People who are like, oh, yeah, we'd be, we're boys. Like, we're friends, you know? Because he puts out so much content. His life is just there to watch. And that is where it gets really dangerous. And he feels bad about it, too. He's like, there's people who love me and hold me on this pedestal and I don't do anything for them. And he feel he finds a responsibility. And then when he slips up, not even the case of like a big meltdown, if he doesn't post a video for a day or he doesn't stream a day, they get upset. They're like, man, like I was expecting you to stream today and you didn't, like you let me down, right? And so then he feels bad. He feels like he has to maintain these relationships with people who love him. And like yeah. that is what causes these issues because they're so emotionally attached that when it's not doesn't go right or something bad happens then they fucking lose it and then they get pissed and they say all this crazy shit it's like idolization to another level it's really scary it's like how do you even get brought to that level of it but you you don't even realize it like you find yourself completely subconscious no but like if you're not aware of it you would we've done it everyone's done it to an extent you know for sure like exactly what you just described i've done it plenty of times i still i can't I'm better at catching myself now, but I still catch myself doing it. When you say, I love a person you've never met, just think about that. It's weird. I know that's not what people mean. I know it's not what people mean. But, like, why would you even conflate the two things? Right? Yeah. It's like, man, I love Drake. No, you you don't know him. Yeah. He doesn't love you. So, like, what some street... I love Drake's music. That's fine. Right? That's a different use, I guess. But it's just, like, it's weird to even, like, relate the two things. Yeah. So what Ludwig does in a lot of shit, they make it very clear. They talk on the thing, like, yo, I'm not your friend. I don't fuck with you, probably. Yeah. Like, just remember that. Like, I'm not here. I don't like you. You guys are my viewers. I make content that you guys really enjoy. I think that's great. You're a cool community. But, like, I don't know you guys. You know, don't do all this. And when there's, like paid stuff like that kind of like how a a cam girl might do it this is kind of the style they're like pay pigs essentially and some of them like being degraded like that and then pay more so it just gets really weird you know what i mean i mean people pay for that kind of stuff all the time yeah for girls so like it's just a weird world of like you pay money to get their attention and to to notice you the internet is like i i just have to stare off into space and just that's why i just want to gather my thoughts put the warning out because like i so I've watched Twitch on and off for a while, and recently I've been getting into it more. And I was like, "Oh, this is really scary! How deep you can go." Yeah. You start. You're watching a stream. I've just been watching these two people talk for like an hour or two. That's weird. Why am I doing that? You know? Because a lot of times, if it's actual content that you enjoy, yes. But you have to like find the line, kind of, and you don't want to slip too deep. But everyone does it. There's a lot of people that we probably feel that way. Man, if I hung out with this famous person, we'd kick it off. We'd be friends. But like, that is weird, dude. Like, I try to like. That's my uh, wreck of the week is yeah. don't be don't be a parasocial Andy. That's what they call it on Twitch. A parasocial Andy. That's it's like a, really it's good. like a deep like meme that yeah, it comes agree. from. But like that's essentially saying don't be have a parasocial relationship. There's a, a really good Dr. K is a streamer guy who does psychology on Twitch. We wrecked him last week, didn't we? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. But Ludwig, He's coming up again and I keep I, I'm, I'm, I'm deeper in his hole. 
Yeah, he's ha, really that was cool. So bad out of context. That yeah, I'm deeper, deeper in, in the rabbit hole of his internet pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he did a good one with Ludwig where he talks about this. Yeah. And the craziest thing is, well, the top comment was like, "It's okay, Ludwig. I talk about my parasocial relationship with you with my therapist too." And I and there was like a billion hits on it. Like it was huge. And I was like, "That's nuts. That's really scary." Because they do. Like they actually yeah. have that kind of issue just from the other side. And I was like, "That is the creepiest." Stan, like Eminem Stan moment that I've ever seen. It like but spooked we me. All do it like that, but or yeah. not, we we have yeah. even you and I are people here saying how bad it is yeah, to talk yeah. about it. You've done it before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know, maybe me to too, that extent, man. but that's why. Like, I don't think I've ever done it to like a cripplingly unhealthy extent. No, but but like that's why like the word Stan in itself should still have a negative connotation. Honestly, should. it should. Like when you were like, I'm a Kanye Stan. I was like. I, I knew what you joking. meant. I knew what you meant. I know, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but like in my head, I was like, oh yeah, being a stand is like whack. I it's think. really bad. It just seems unhealthy for the individual. It does. It yeah. does. It, it does. just is not right. It's a le- it's a lower quality of life for sure. Being yeah, you just got to take, take a step back and look at what's going on. And you'll be like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of happiness is found inward, not outward. And when you're mm-hmm. placing it in idols and celebrity and other things like that, it's yeah, you only, rely it's on gonna that. be one hundred percent outward. And happiness. I will I wanna clarify also that like a lot of people get into stuff like this when they're down. You know what I mean? A lot of people, especially streamers, stuff like that, when they're going through a rough time, like, yo, you saved my life. I yeah. was depressed, I was sad, and the only thing that made me happy was watching your videos every week. Yeah. So like there is really positive things that come from that to save you in that moment of crisis. The issue is the then afterwards, since they, you have that relationship with them, you're now attached to them in that different way. That's so, you know what I mean? But think about it. Like I have stuff that I did and got into during quarantine that I feel so strongly about because it helped me in a bad time. You know what I mean? I think everyone has that. Definitely. So it doesn't mean like it's don't get into it or whatever, but just like once you get through to the other side, reevaluate your relationship with yeah it's kind of like it's i i really appreciated the documentary roadrunner because i had that relationship with Mm -hmm. bourdain too and i had it like in my head for a long time you were a parasocial andy i was dude i was a huge (laughs) parasocial andy for bourdain especially when um one of my darker times is when i found him it wasn't Mm -hmm. like uh, i know you can't compare but it was a darker time and a time where i was feeling really boxed in and constrained and how like the way that i viewed the world was kind of i was thought fucked up and then i read his book and then started watching his show totally and i was like i'm not alone you don't have to be like in a bad spot either it's just sometimes that's when it happens to come up yeah yeah but that's massive like you saying that just made me think about when did i get in the bourdain that's something (laughs) take a step back and look at it you're like oh fuck like i love nad pod the dnd podcast listen to and dnd in general but i got into that during quarantine when i had no social interaction so my friends was listening to them talk that was my social you know fix for the time you know because i couldn't see anyone it's a but that's why crazy in the moment i would still do it again you know what i mean because like i needed that and i couldn't like i physically could not see people so to not go crazy they helped me through it but then i after now that i can actually see people i don't want to choose them over real people you know what i'm saying exactly i need to take we're at a point where a lot of people are choosing them over real people because you can get that fix so much this is what you were getting at the whole time and i've unlocked it yes yes okay (laughs) that's crazy bro yeah Yeah, that's absolutely nuts scary really scary because people are doing all the time now so it's just in these fucking regenerative cycles like imagine if like 
okay, we're going to go out tonight. And I go, ah, dude, the new Nad pod just dropped. I think I'm just going to stay home and listen to it. Yeah. I'd right. Like, the new Drake album just came fuck? out. The new Kanye album just came. I got to go listen to it by myself in my room. Sorry. Yeah. Like if that's really what you prefer and you love, sure. But you need to reevaluate and make sure that's the case. Yeah, I, I agree. think because sometimes I, I you get kind of trapped because I've been there. I've yeah. been there. And that's fine if that's what you like, especially in this case, I'm talking about being social. Maybe you're just not so social. Maybe that's just you prefer. That's your fun night. I get that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like you have to realize what you're doing kind of like if I'm just going to be sitting inside watching people talk on Twitch when I could have been talking to actual people, maybe that would be better for me. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe not, but like reevaluate because I bet we could go down a list of idols and people that we feel that way about and you go, Oh shit, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. Cause yeah, it's a fix. Like I remember being like, I can't wait for the new Nad pod episode to come out. I need it. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Or whoever it might be. I can't wait to watch this video. It'll get me through the day, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's just like a weird relationship to have. And then when they don't, you get upset. Yeah. And then you become one of those crazy fans. Who's like, fuck you. You become Stan. Right. And you don't want to be Stan. No, that song. I would say watch the video, especially to get a good image of it. It is so accurate now. It's crazy that he made that back then. And it like works even better now. And this is one thing too, because Eminem was like, dude, he was also kind of the Beatles. <laughs> no. No, you don't think so? He was. Oh, he didn't, okay, he didn't make okay, pop. Maybe, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so I mean in the sense of. He was very, very famous. super fans for himself. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah he yeah. coined the term Stan because he was like. He had them. He really <laughs> created that genre well, of the Beatles did. Yeah, <laughs> you just said the people who really had. The, it was the Beatles. The just crying, screaming fans. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm talking, dude. The fact that so that we had those fans back then, yeah. where you had to sit and listen to the radio to hear them talk. Yep. In like you know black and white videos. John Lennon said they were bigger than Jesus. Yeah. And that still like how do Catholics you say that? across the world that at the time was the most controversial they burned thing you their could fucking say. They burned was, albums. Imagine now like someone saying that they'd be like, oh yeah, that's a regular <laughs> Tuesday for Mr. Jake Paul. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's really but, funny. But back then, people were like, how fucking dare John Lennon say he's bigger than Jesus? And yeah, yeah people were like burning their albums. But so easily did they recover. Like, it yeah. didn't uh, matter because they matter. had the super fans that they Because they were bigger than Jesus. They were. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's just like, so they had super fans then. Now, imagine now where you can watch your favorite star 24-7 on a stream like the Nuts. depth of the, the girls were passing out Nuts. seeing them the depth imagine how crazy that's terrifying man it's so terrifying get, because it's a you vortex of super fandom yeah and uh, twitch i think is the best way to see it because that's where you see really people some people 24 hour stream right and you will see if they go outside in the public there's people waiting for them they call them stream snipers where if you do like a uh, a walk around stream like a irl stream they say people will just follow them and stuff who they were like Oh, I saw that you were on this street and I live in the neighborhood. So I came and then sometimes I go up to them and try to talk to them. If they're girls, they'll be like, hey, here's my number. Like, I love you so much all the time. And they just have to go, oh, hi. Yes. Yeah, There's some cool ones. There's some stream snipers who are just like, oh, I'm a fan. Can I get a picture? But yeah. even that is like weird. Yeah. See, so why are you pulling up to their crib? <laughs> I'm glad that you vibe with me so heavily on that idea because I was recently uh, at the comedy store in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I'm walking out of the fucking bathroom right after Mark Marin's set. 
And I look to my right, and lo and fucking behold, Mark Marin is standing right next to me. Yeah. He's one of currently like since my interest your in favorite comic comedy, right he's now. like my favorite comic right now yeah he's yeah. really good i just really like his if you weren't sure style. about that i'm letting you know i think that's the case it yeah. is <laughs> it is um he was standing right next to me my favorite comic right now yeah. and i was just like this bro's at work i'm not gonna say shit i'm gonna walk right past him and go back to my seat i and think you assured me that that was i think a good decision i personally like that because i i Try, I broke it down. Yeah. Like I, I used to go to more like underground music shows, and there the people are much more accessible and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do I get here? I get a cool picture for a memory, yeah. right? I still have the memory. Yeah, I'm also not a huge like I need the photo kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna get an autograph because that what what am I gonna do with that? Yeah, I frame that. No, no that's stupid. weird, right? So it's just like. I'd say that the, what I would do is either say nothing or just go, yo, man, like, I, I really love your work. I think you're, I think you're amazing. Keep doing it. And yeah. just be like, yo, thanks. And just keep it moving. And if it was a public setting and I saw him like walking down the grocery aisle, like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't stop him or anything. I'd be like, yo, you're the best. Think he paying favorite special ever. Yeah. Like, and, and just keep walking. I don't think that <sighs> bothers them. You know, that can't, it's, it's a positive affirmation that, Hey man, you're doing great. Keep it up. I yeah. think people like that, but yeah, it doesn't, I, it's not going to take time out of their day or anything. Mm-mm. But I, I, I would never, and I got it from my mom too, because she's not that way, but I, I'm not a photo guy, not an autograph guy. Yeah, it's just like, I get that if that's like your thing, what mm. you're into, for sure. I'm just not. And so like, there's no need for me to do that or have this. Yeah. I don't know. I have the memory still. I still remember the famous people that I saw and met. Yeah. I don't need the picture. Picture would be cool to have the memory. Yeah. What, to show to your friends? Yo, look at me and this guy. I could just tell you, yo, I like... You, if you had shown me a picture with Mark Maron versus you telling me you saw Mark Maron, same thing to me. Yep. It doesn't make a difference. Literally the exact same You're just experience. putting it in physical, like, oh, hey. Like, if you just texted it, it would have no difference at yeah. all. So it's the same. Straight up. So moral of the story, don't be a weirdo. Don't be a weirdo. And if we ever get mega famous, don't be weirdos to us. <laughs> <laughs> or do. It's okay. We'll yeah, you. it's not that bad. Um, my wreck of the week is going to be the full album <laughs> has now come out of Every Day is a Day. And honestly, so far, clocking in at my current album of 2021. Cold Heart, baby. Ooh. Go check that out. Check us out on the YouTube, uh, TikTok, Spotify. Yeah, we, speaking of Twitch, we're going to start streaming as well soon. Coming uh, real soon because we got a uh, better internet and we have the yes. capability of starting our scheduled Tuesday nights. Yes. So actually, that'll be after this one comes out. So be looking for it this Tuesday. Yes. From hope, when you're listening hopefully. to this, it'll be this Tuesday. Yeah, we're we're trying to expand, try different things. So yeah, see what's up. We'll see what people like. Kind of a trial and error. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm hungover anymore. I I was gonna say you want to go get some. Let's go get some hangover cure food. Yeah, dude, I'm dead. Let's do it. Cool. Peace. <laughs>